You don't let go of a bad relationship because you stop caring about them. You let go because you start caring about yourself. Charles Orlando. Hey, and welcome back to the Dark Moments Podcast. I want to start this episode off with a huge thank you. Upon getting back into the swing of things, I noticed that my Instagram has not been notifying me at all that I have been getting messages. As a matter of fact, I had to go look in my inbox to see all of the requests from you. I was blown away. I had so many message requests and I couldn't be more touched. So many of you are reaching out after finding my podcast to share your story or situation and thank me for doing this. That's all I could ever ask for. I'm going to do my best to ensure that I keep up with everything because this does mean the world to me. I cannot stress that enough. I have read through all of your messages and am deeply thankful and eager to keep going with this. I will be honest. I was very scared and nervous going back into writing episodes because, in my absence, I was worried I would lose you. However, I see that that is not at all the case. And I saw that all of you wanted me to keep going. With each episode, I am getting better and stronger, not only mentally, but also with production. Every time I sit down to record, I learn something new or find a new trick to make it better than the last. From artwork, to editing, down to having a proper room to record in. It is you who has given me the opportunity to grow. I am glad we are growing and healing together. I could go on forever about how proud I am of this podcast and how thankful I am for all of you. So, without sounding like a broken record, let's get on with today's topic. As promised, I am opening up the show to others to share their story and discuss their experiences inside a narcissistic influence. I am so pleased to introduce my very first guest and great friend, Jennifer. She was recently finalized her divorce after 10 years of being together, and in the time I have gotten to know her, we have deeply bonded over our shared emotions from being controlled and our experiences in self-healing from a narcissist. So, Jen, say hello. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so awkward at these things. Hey, I'm Jen. Nice to meet everybody. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for wanting to be on here and share your story. I know we pretty much kind of briefly talked about, you know, what you've gone through and how things have gone and, you know, with, you know, Friday being the day that you finalized everything and you are now a free woman, I guess we can really dive into how it got to that. Well, 
where do I start and how long do we have? First off, <laughs> um, I mean, really, it doesn't really, I guess from my instance, it didn't just start. It kind of was a growing uh, experience sort of say, um, and I felt like I kind of groomed it to be that, if that makes sense. So like, let me put it this way. So <laughs> he all had the tendencies right there, mm-hmm. but they were almost like trying to think so you say you noticed them but it's not like they were necessarily red flags yes exactly i i was trying to say i'm like okay i don't want to go completely just cut throat but i want to be nice about it but yeah that's exactly what it is and i'm the type of person i mean you've gotten to get to know me i'm pretty i'm pretty laid back a lot of stuff just rolls off my back right and i guess that is maybe one of my toxic traits that I am definitely aware of and I try my best to pump my brakes. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, I guess I kind of allowed those red flags and I kind of groomed them to be more of like full on catastrophic red flags, like just made them more than what they should have been in the instance. It's almost like you get, you like gave them life. You watered yeah, exactly. it to where they could grow exactly. further. Yeah, exactly. Where in, and I knew better, but in the sake of love, you know, <laughs> you do stupid shit. Right. And you forgive stupid shit. Yeah. You, you want to like see the best in the person. So you just, you know, forget those little things. You're Absolutely. like, Oh, it's not, it's not, it's that, not that big. It's not it. that. Bad. Yeah. But we've also been groomed to think, it's not that big. Yeah, deal. it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We're fine. But we're really, fine. in fact, how harmful is we're fine. Exactly. Now, the honeymoon phase, uh, what was it like in the beginning? Oh, it was, I mean, the whole thing is, I feel like my experience is really weird and very one-off because it... I, wa- I don't want to get all, like, spiritual on it, but, I mean, that is who I am. I am that. So, I feel like it was almost like a, ca- a-, a karmic where it was just, bam, boom, lesson in your face. You got to deal with this or you're going to continue that generational, you know, baggage that you, you know, we try and... Um, dissolve in our, during our experience. So our honeymoon phase in our marriage and our relationship was pretty fucking great. I mean, I, I didn't really have any complaints. It was just, I feel like when it was bad, it was bad. And what brought on the bad? Uh, just, I mean, it was not being in the right headspace. It was allowing those lower density, those lower vibrational um, emotions, thoughts, um, 
just different habits that we have within ourselves that we try and cope with on a day-to-day experience. I feel like in my case, at least my story or experience, mine, all my actions were based out of fear, fear of disappointment, fear of um, losing everything, fear of, you know, being a failure. And I took on that responsibility and I took on that pressure and I wasn't willing to let anybody in on it because it was only for me to deal with, which was my thought. Instead of looking at it bigger picture as a marital standpoint and being like, he's my homie, he's my ride or die. I come to him and be open with communication and saying, hey, look, this is what I'm struggling with or this is the problem. We have to fix it as a couple instead of like individual. Yeah. So, and that's where like, and I have no problem facing and I I have no problem sharing what my experience was and what I did wrong and what he did wrong, because that's the only way that I can learn is by reflecting and adjusting. Because I don't want to make that statement again. I mean, that that would be dumb to want to continue the same actions. So you have to reflect on what you're allowing, which allows barriers. But then also, you have to know the red flags in yourself to be able to then realize others and what conflicts with yours you know I mean because we all have red flags right either we unknowing or know it right we, or, we all or have that we own it <laughs> yeah we're, we're aware we own it we're like yeah. this is what I do I'm so yeah. sorry I'm working on it yeah I want to be better exactly <laughs> and that's and that's all that fucking matters if you're just trying to not you don't have to fix yourself just be aware of who you are so and, and learn like what what you can give out what not like necessarily because it to fix it sounds like we're broken and we're yeah, not broken we're not. they're just things that are maybe unfavorable that we have picked up in our times that we just have to make sure we keep in check yeah you know things that we've learned over time through experiencing with other people I mean we pick up if we're we're around people long enough, we inhabit some of the same traits, some of the same habits, some of the, you know, we kind of are not, I don't want to say copies because it's not true, but we do mimic. Mimic is a beautiful word. And so then we unknowingly take that shit if we can't let it go and say, Hey, this, this doesn't belong. This, uh, this is not me. So I don't accept this type of you know, behavior or, you know, action or habit or trait, say, no, I'm, I'm better than this. Or if you do have that, work on it. Right. So you, you said, you know, you have no problem, you know, showing what, what you, where you went wrong and then where he went wrong. And you say for yourself, you, the problems you started having, you would, you went into yourself instead of fi- fixing it on like a couple standpoint, what would you say in that, that he did wrong? I mean, he just, he just couldn't in, in a 
big spectrum he just could not grasp and understand emotion like his emotions he he just he he's radical um he he doesn't know how to process them correctly or healthy right and i mean me i've been there done that that's been my whole life which i mean i then during the whole time i I always justified how he acts because of that. Because, well, he's never gone. I mean, he had a squeaky clean childhood. He had a squeaky, you know, he had the, you know, never really had any issues. I've lived in trauma. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I breathe. I breathe trauma. Yeah. So, so it's in it's my bed. More, yeah. It's, I have a more, let's say, healthy relationship with, understanding recognizing and coping and this is kind of his first taste of it and he just act in irrational ways and um we've both forgiven each other for those actions and we're both doing better but um he still is in the deflective stage of his actions and I just at some point you have to realize that like enough's enough like what what's worth your peace at that point like what how far are you willing to go to be at peace with yourself to be okay with where you are yeah I mean in 10 years is a long time it is and and you can you're an entirely different person at the end of it absolutely just not only just by what you've been through but by time itself like as we grow like we're not the the people we are today is it's not going to be the same in 10 years you know yeah and it's and it's whiplash I mean it is it's very much whiplash and going from I guess one you know my 20s (laughs) now you know dating my 20s finding my husband in my 20s getting married you know all that some in my 20s and now literally stepping in to my 30s I'm like oh god (laughs) like hell my jesus like what what do I do yeah you have to it's you're almost entirely reinventing the version of you that you were happiest with that kind of went away for a while exactly because you get lost in that cycle and you have to really go back to like well is this what I want do I want to continue from here rebuild and that's really when like I said in my previous episode you know the world is your oyster it is what you make it and when you're given that opportunity to genuinely start over and go forward it it either makes or breaks you it's it's up to you where you go from there absolutely nobody else absolutely and I full already believe that. I mean, you know me. I'm I'm a little trippy hippie chick, like <laughs> with a splash of rock, I yes. guess, and a little emotional damage, you know. Emotional <laughs> damage. <laughs> I fucking love it. That's but, a good one. <laughs> yeah, so it's you know, I mean, I'm I I just I love seeing all different opportunities of growth, of just reinventing yourself and creating yourself, and I thrive in starting new and and kind of being in that void of okay 
what am I going to create now? That empty canvas, you know, that white noise or whatever it is for whatever you're doing. It's kind of like that piece before the creativity. Yeah. You know, and I, as weird as that is, I guess that's the part of me where I like being alone, but I hate being alone. <laughs> yeah, it as, makes sense. You know, like, okay. It really? makes sense. <laughs> but it's like... I love being alone because that's my peace sometimes. But, man, I hate being alone because I'm just like, uh, people, I need people. Like, I need connection. <laughs> I know, yeah. So, it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a weird transition, but it's kind of giving me the, the life I missed and I always crave. Yeah, Absolutely. And it was crazy before I started this podcast in the midst of everything that happened with my mom, I was engaged and like, I, I don't talk about it too much just because it was such a crazy time of my life, but I had known that person for 10 years and you think, you think, you know, somebody and you get closer and things adapt and things change. And at the end of it, it's almost like it's an entirely different person. And like I said before, we're not the same people we were 10 years ago, but like watching someone completely just three, not 360, but 180, basically, yeah. um, you know, and the, the thing there is, you know, they allowed their emotions and their trauma and their problems into our relationship. And then it became about anger. It became about, you know, spitefulness and at the end of it, we had torn each other apart. And for what? <laughs> All because one person didn't know how to, I guess, convey their feelings to the other about, hey, this is what's going on. And that's kind of what taught me to, you know, if something's wrong, process it, mm -hmm. talk about it, mm -hmm. relieve it, like Absolutely. fix it. Yeah. You know, in that moment, you need to make sure that you, it's, it's about how you handle things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's your, it's, it's how you reacting. It, it's, it's how you react to, to things, not, a, not how things are like reacting to you. Right. Does that make sense? I don't think that made sense. It, like, it does. I, you know what I'm trying to say though. I do. Yeah. Like, uh, Okay, all encompassing. Yeah, this, this space moment there. But all encompassing. Yeah, it's, it's all how you react to things is, you know, I mean, because if you, if you don't sit there and process and you just react based on impulse, nine times out of the ten, it's going to be a low negative impulse mm -hmm. because those are the quickest reactions that we have. It takes time. It takes mental stimulation. It takes self-control to be able to be calm in the midst of the storm. And when you are able to do that, you almost get this the most clarity in those moments because you are able to slow down in the midst of the chaos to be able to actually see the chaos for what it is and not be like kind of filtered of the bullshit because you're kind of like caught in it your emotions are high their emotions are high like things are being said whatever whatever and you're not you know you don't you're not able to process things until everybody has said shit and they're you know gone and you know whatever the situation ends at you know so that 
was my anchor, was finding my peace or my grounding in the midst and not reacting to his crap because then, like you said, you're just adding and you're not speaking your emotions. You bottle it up and yeah. it becomes an issue whereas it could have been handled. Each other. Now, how would you how would you explain your like the way you have healed? Like what what was what has your path been through all of this and <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Funny you ask. My favorite question. No. <laughs> Um, I've always been, I've been spiritual for a while. I've gone down a lot of roads. Um, you know, I'm a certified energy Reiki healer. Like I've gone to, um, different conferences and done all those things. Like I, I, that is my, um, my balance. Like I'm deeply all over the place. Like if you know me in person, like you, you, you know, without even having to say it, like, right. I'm a lot, but when I'm in my groove is when I'm a lot, but I'm fucking just focused. And so when I'm at my peace and I'm grounded and I'm in the groove, that's, I can be there all day. Yeah. All day. So I would literally just overwhelmed. I would go ground myself outside. I would just lay down on the ground. I would read my favorite book, which is uh, Becoming Supernatural um, by Dr. Doja Spinda. It's just, it's... If I, you, I love him. I, I, he I, has helped me so uh, much. I geek out over this stuff. Like, just all about the mind. Because ultimately, that's what you're trying to get to know. You're trying to get your, you're trying to get to know yourself because the, the best way that you can not control yourself, but help yourself and be an ally of yourself is getting to know yourself, Mm -hmm. being okay with having conversations with yourself and the hard conversations. Yeah. You know, like, don't be scared because like, ultimately there are people around you that are one dealing with the same crap. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're all doing our best. Like okay. we're absolutely trying. <laughs> we're all we're, doing, we're doing the best with what we were given. Yeah, we're some some saying. of us weren't given that much. <laughs> so you know, I mean, I think the biggest thing also with grounding was the support. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm not one. You know, I am not one to ask for help. I yeah. hate it, I, but I I say that I hate it, but that's a lie because I I do I am comfortable with asking. For help now yeah. because I know I have people that I can actually really without a doubt say they have me yep you know and I was always taught don't show weakness as a woman don't show don't cry don't you know suck it up buttercup like don't ask for help figure it out yourself and I feel like that made us very just cut off to one, what we really can do mm-hmm. or understand that we can do, but then also it cuts us off from relying on those really big people that we kind of push away. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we, we like I said, we self we self-isolate to yeah. try and get things done a certain way because we believe that if we don't do it ourselves, it's not gonna get done right or even help at all and we don't we don't want to feel like a burden but like like I said we 
we are never burdens to those who actually love and support exactly. us, you know, yeah. and it's, it's been a wild journey and I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> that happens a lot. That's why I usually script okay. these things. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. But no, it's been great to like, just open up and be able to talk about this because like you said, so many people are going through this right now and you know I have this to show for it because it is it's become such a big staple in my life to just be able to talk about it to be able to sit and learn and get to know people and you know I I started this journey entirely on my own with just books from Joe Dispenza and um a few others that I have and all audiobooks too audiobooks help so much yeah like, and I'm still a nerd for that paperback. Oh, like, me too. I mean... Nothing's I, better than the smell oh, of a fresh book. Oh, and it's weird. Like, I'm going to get totally nerdy on it. But, like, sometimes... <laughs> I swear I'm not tripping. But, like, when you hold a book sometimes, you just... You feel it. Like, yeah. you feel it's, just... it. It's a connection. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, at, at a point, you know, those, those pages were a live tree. Yeah. And you just have that story that is so passionately written... In those pages, regardless if it's science fiction, mm-hmm. romance, or even, you know, psychology to help our minds. Absolutely. And, you know, with that, it helps you really just get inside your brain and rewire it to exactly. how you need it to be to yeah. go forward. Absolutely. And it's, and, and I, I am the world's worst at overthinking being in my head. I'm ca- so? like, girl, no, let's, let's have a mind battle right now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we did the same. Oh my god! See, why do you need scripted? That's perfect. That was great. That's, that's <laughs> unscripted, scripted stuff ever. That's but amazing. No sound clips. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's your new intro. Let's mm. have a mind battle. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, our minds are so powerful, and we really, you know, not to get hippie, but I usually do. But I mean, gratitude. Mm-hmm. is so underrated I feel like and even though you're like how can I be grateful you know like when you're deep down in it and you're like uh there's no there's no way I can be even slightly happy like there is always something like when it was bad I would just take five seconds listing five things I was grateful for yeah boom and it just turned into 30 minutes an hour. Like, yep. You pull yourself back into yeah, that moment. Get yeah. the present of what's what matters, you know. Absolutely. And that, I mean, that alone will help you just start to understand the power of your mind. But, like, I mean, me and you can talk about Joe Dispenza all Oh, we definitely all could. All the time. I need, to, I need to kind of go back and do a refresh just to, you know, oh, freshen my brain up. He's, yeah, he's amazing. All of his Amazon stuff, like, I'll watch it just listening in the books, his books, his meditations, those I would listen to religiously laying down in bed. Guided meditation helps so much. Oh, so much. Because when, typically when a specific tone of voice is talking you focus Mm -hmm. and it's so helpful because it's just it knocks you into that moment and you're like i am here with Mm -hmm. this yeah it just it just narrows down your mind where you're not just thinking about a billion different things and constantly overwhelmed right so 
before we wrap this up, is there anything you would like to give advice on your side of how things have helped you genuinely? Any final final words? (laughs) Well, I will say final words. I saw this quote earlier that I have to, it just fits. And I love the quote that you said in the beginning and chef kiss. Yes. Okay. So letting someone create a false narrative of you is a small price to pay for having rid yourself of their toxicity. Let them say what they want. Your life will flourish and their lies will rot theirs. Ooh, and I, I read, <laughs> yeah, and it's funny that I saw this because, I mean, that's that's what I had to learn to let go. I, I, I am very prideful on how, not, I mean, I care how I present myself, but, like, my name is technically, like, all I have. You know, like your, your name, your word, your actions. And I'm very old school. So I'm all about, you know, like poor golden rules, you know, loyalty, respect, all that stuff. So when, when someone talks badly about me, if I deserve, like if I did something to deserve that, I am understanding. I'm like, okay, got it. I burned you. I'm sorry. But if, that's a false narrative that they're trying to put on my name. I always would be so resentful of that. And I would take that so badly, but letting go and allowing people to say their lies and you stand and knowing in your truth and in your actions. And if you can, forgives yourself for what you've done if you have reflected and understand and taken ownerships of your negative actions in the entire experience, then I feel like you are able to let go of that. And that's kind of what I went through. And letting go is a beautiful thing. As hard as it is, it definitely frees you of a lot of unnecessary burdens that we ourselves put on us very hardly, but also the burdens that people put on us and to bring us down. So letting go is hard, but the hurting is the healing. Exactly. And the healing is the freedom that we all look for. So don't be afraid to let people talk shit or talk badly or say bad things because ultimately if you stand in your truth and you know that you're doing your best and that you know it is what it is then that's all you gotta worry about don't take that burden on it's not yours to hold you know so that's that is one thing with narcissists is they will always paint a different picture of you in order to make themselves look better to let make themselves look less like the person in who's at fault. Because like you said, you can take accountability for, you know, if I burned you, I burned you. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, here's a nice pack. It's not yeah. My bad. And, and I'm learning. I'm, from I'm it. doing better. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I, it's not like I shot you and said, Oh, that wasn't me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> It wasn't me. <laughs> At least I gave you a band-aid and I'm like, hey, let's 
My bad. <laughs> okay. That that was very good. And thanks for opening up about Absolutely. that. Always you know, here. everyone everyone is on their own journey of healing and it's nice to be able to not only feel heard, but be heard and hear others so that, you know, ultimately we are not alone. Even in the times that we spend alone to reflect and ensure that we are doing what we need to be the better versions of ourselves, we're not alone because the person next to us is doing that exact same thing. And if they're not, then that is exactly why we are here because those people do not care about what they do to others. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, all right. So I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, close this out for this week. I uh, just want to thank everybody again for listening in and continuing to support and reach out and share your stories. If you want to connect with me further, you can find me on Instagram under Dark Moments Podcast. <laughs> We're doing a little jive over here. Sorry. <laughs> Not used to having someone here while I do this. Uh, not a bad self-isolation, obviously, because when I record this, it's nice to be in the quiet midst of my own home, which I still am, just some company. All right. Remember, you are safe. Take a deep breath. Be in the now with the moment. And until next time, thank you. <laughs>